This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. The intense manhunt for the prime suspect and a mass stabbing over the weekend in Saskatchewan is over. Miles Sanderson has died. As Dan Karpinchuk reports, he was facing murder charges linked to the stabbing deaths of 10 people and the wounding of at least 18 others. Most of the victims were from the James Smith Cree Nation, about 120 miles northeast of Saskatoon. The community has been on edge and grieving since the stabbings took place early Sunday morning. One of the suspects, Damien Sanderson, was found dead on the reserve the following day. The other suspect, Miles Sanderson, his brother, became the target of a four-day manhunt across the province. That ended Wednesday afternoon on a highway about 40 miles northeast of Saskatoon, near the town of Rostern. Here's RCMP Assistant Commissioner Rhonda Blackmore. Our province is breathing a collective sigh of relief, as Miles Sanderson is no longer at large. I can confirm that he is no longer a threat and there is no risk to the public related to this investigation. After multiple tips from the public, officers stopped a stolen pickup truck and arrested Sanderson. Video shared from the scene showed the truck in a ditch surrounded by police cruisers with a police helicopter flying overhead. Blackmore says it was confirmed that the driver of the truck was Miles Sanderson. He was arrested by police and taken into custody. Shortly after his arrest, he went into medical distress. Nearby, EMS were called by police to attend the scene, and he was transported to a hospital in Saskatoon. He was pronounced deceased at the hospital. On Wednesday evening, members of the James Smith Cree Nation gathered for the first wake since the attacks. There will be more in coming days. As for the motive for the attacks, police say there may never be an answer. The RCMP has asked the Saskatoon Police Force and the province's serious incident response team to conduct an independent investigation into Sanderson's death. For National Native News, I'm Dan Karpinchuk. The Ocheti Shakoin Community Academy, or OSCA, has officially opened its doors in Rapid City. The move comes just weeks after the public school district's Lakota Immersion Program shut down. South Dakota Public Broadcasting C.J. Keene has more. The first class of academy kindergartners was introduced to teachers on Tuesday at the city's first Indigenous-led and designed school. Indian Collective, a Rapid City-based Indigenous advocacy organization, founded the academy. Indian Collective President Nick Tilson addressed the students. To the little ones, you might think of, why are all these people here? Why did the drum come? Why did the elected leaders come? Why did all the grandparents come? They came here for one reason, and that's for you. The curriculum includes daily lessons in the Lakota language and reflects subjects including environment, identity, culture, sovereignty, and treaties, along with general academic subjects. Mary Bowman works with the Indian Collective Education Equity Team. She has 15 years of education experience in the Rapid City area, and she compared the Academy's vision with her own educational background. We learned in a very nurturing environment, and I don't feel like it's been that way for a long time. That wasn't my experience in education. I graduated from the Rapid City area schools. And I think just the opportunity to see themselves and what they're learning, that's a big thing. They're going to be motivated and engaged. Bowman questioned the school district's efforts to sustain the Rapid City Lakota Immersion Program. We want to see our Indigenous students do well, and we're not waiting for, you know, somebody to do something. We're getting out there and we're doing it. I think that effort was, uh, it was a half-hearted effort, and I think that's part, part of the problem. For National Native News in Rapid City, I'm C.J. Keene. And I'm Antonia Gonzalez.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. There's no reason to let uncertainty about the election process keep you from voting. That's why AARP created state-specific, comprehensive election guides. Learn more at aarp.org slash election guides. AARP supports this show. The Indian Arts and Crafts Board promotes Indian artists of federally recognized tribes through its online source directory. Information on this no-charge opportunity available at doi.gov IACB, who support this program. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.